Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Out of paper, out of stock There's friendly faces around the block Break loose from the chains That are causing you pain Call Michael and Stanley Jim Dwight Creed Call Andy and Kelly For your business paper needs Or Dunder Mifflin The people purses paper people Dunder Mifflin The people purses paper people Dunder Mifflin The people purses paper people Hello and welcome to the Michael Scott Podcast Company, a show for fans of The Office by fans of The Office. I'm your girlfriend and I'm mad, Sean Roney. <laughs> and I'm Edwin James, Dunder Mifflin, Syracuse. And with us as always, our producer in the warehouse, Mr. Alex Ward. Dan, this party is actually a very big step for us. So I... Uh, speaker? Um, I, I, I don't know. The camera's there? Maybe. Oh, the Okay. Talk to you later, Jim. All right. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Every week we get together and talk about our favorite show, NBC's The Office. Uh, this week is a new format uh, for our podcast. It's uh, We're doing a Dundee's episode. This is the Dundee's phone calls. Uh, we'll get into what that all means in just a second. But after we do yeah, all our it's a Dundies... different way of doing a draft. <laughs> draft is not a draft. Inverted draft. Exactly. Um, <laughs> it's a different way of being like, you know what another good part of the show is? <laughs> we have a lot of structures to be like, this was a great time, huh? Uh, after after uh, after that, we'll head to the conference room. Uh where yeah. we will talk about who Michael has done dirtiest in the office. Um, but before we get into, get into all that, Alex, do we have any housekeeping to start off with? Yeah, our uh, wonderful Scott's Tots community continues to thrive uh, in these dark economic times. We've got all sorts <laughs> of things going on over there. Uh, we sh- I think we're recording our season two of Party Down. Uh, sometime in the next week is our plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've and then the news. Once the new season's done, we'll we'll have that out there. You get some Ted Lasso stuff. Join join the Tots. Get your private podcast feed without ads. Join the community. Get our bonus monthly episodes. Which uh, anyone who's anyone that's They're a great. Tot knows that's what it's all about. That's, Whole nother level. It's the real show that's going on behind this show. Uh, be a part of it. Uh, Patreon.com <laughs> slash Michael Scott. Join our Discord too. Uh, you yeah. By the way, 
in case you didn't know, you do not have to be a tot to join the Discord. It is a public Discord. There are private channels That's for tots. It's private channels if you're cool. <laughs> There's public channels if you're also cool. So uh, come on in. Come on in. Join us on uh, on Scott's Tots if you want to support the show. Fall into the Koi dark... Pond. That is our Discord. <laughs> I like that. If you want to support the show in these dark economic times, as you so <laughs> wonderfully put it. <laughs> want to scratch out your hard-earned money and give it to us, join patreon.com slash Michael Scott. Drive your car into the lake that is our public Discord channel and have us pull you out like Dwight <laughs> into the Scott's Tots channel. All right, let's keep going. All right. That's pretty metaphor. <laughs> Okay, so today's episode, like I said, this is a new format that we're going to try out called the Dundies. And uh, Edwin, why don't you tell us what uh, what this week's episode is about and why we're doing it this way? Sure. Well, f first of all, I want to uh, just say quickly, apologies for no new episode last week. Uh, with our scheduling, things got a little bit haywire. But now that we figured out where Moe's hit the wires, we're back on track. Um, <laughs> and... Speaking of Discord, we, this episode uh, idea came from our Discord channel. Uh, shout out to Jay Smooks. Uh, we have a, a thread there uh, where you can suggest episode ideas, and and we can. Um, it helps us to just kind of get new ideas, new ways to think about the show, uh, in the same way that we try to present the show back um, with a fresh perspective. So, very uh, happy to work to review one of those ideas today, which is the phone call. Um, talking about how the phone call is a through line throughout the show, um, and at the same time, it is a platform for this little Dundee's concept uh, that we're going to do. So we'll talk about phone calls, and then uh, as we wrap up, we'll present different Dundee's to different uh, characters uh, for different phone calls. So that said, let's talk about phone calls. Let's get into it. The phone call is a uh, formerly mode of communication used <laughs> by one landline to another um, with headsets or handsets that happen in an office. Uh, yes. Now, no, of course they have cell phones even during the office, but but the heart of the phone call in this show is is that 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 handset, just classic office phone. Uh, the speakerphone, it's all part of it. It has a very certain quality, the audio of it, the experience of it, hanging up, picking up, it's very theatrical, you know. The phones used to, phones used to have some have a little personality in them, uh, and the actual okay, use boomer. of them. And it is <laughs> it is uh, it is on display in the office. So I could keep going on this tangent for too long. Mm -hmm. Well, How sexy I, old phone is. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> the curves of an old phone. Ah, yeah. Dang, I sure love watching those old phones. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, to go off of that, the phone call literally opens the show. It is the first thing that happens in the pilot with Jim and Michael. And I think it's really, it's it's not unique to the show in any particular way, but as the show ages, um, the phone call is a, is a weird characterization of the show that on one hand feels, is starting to feel a little bit more and more out of time, um, but at the same time still relevant, which is only to say that I think a lot of workplaces today don't do phone calls in that same way they do zoom calls or skype calls or google calls or whatever your uh teams calls. teams calls or whatever uh whatever that is shout out to microsoft and... teams <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> i mean yeah and and uh i'll say too like <laughs> pam yeah yeah shout out to microsoft teams <laughs> sure 
Pam's whole job is phone calls for for a lot of the show. I mean, and setting up copiers. Yes, yes, but like you know, at one point candy. we do get the uh, the traveling salesman selling the uh, automatic uh, phone answering machine that you know the kind of like if you need sales, dial one. If you need management, dial two. So it's like, and uh, and <laughs> cleverly they they thwart him. <laughs> but not that michael would have ever done anything that would mean pam didn't have a job i don't think michael ever would have signed up for that if he figured it out but best to just avoid the, the thing entirely yeah mm-hmm. but yeah just to say that it, the phone call was is such a such a big part of uh, the office that it used to be. well and the other thing is that we all can still have the capability to make phone calls now that we all have, or not we all, but now that smartphones are pretty ubiquitous, like everyone can still make and, do, and does make phone calls in their day-to-day life and perhaps part of their work life. And I'm sure that there are professions out there, people out there who make calls all the time. Of course. Um, but it, it's just a different feel. The idea that a salesperson needs to just make a bunch, sit at their desk and make a bunch of phone calls all day is, I think, a very different sort of working life Um than you might have now. I mean, think about the way they talk about the website in in the office and, yeah. uh, and how <laughs> what, a, what a brand new development that what is. What a revolutionary, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's a good point, Edwin. I mean, at the heart of this show, like, Thank is you. their job selling paper? And, like, the engine of that throughout the entire nine seasons is making phone calls to sell paper. Uh, they're not talking about Salesforce. They're not talking, they're not having, like, meetings on their computer. They're not... Like they are, they are calling clients and re-upping paper orders. Um, and so that's, it's in the background. I mean, it's in the fabric of the show at all the times. I mean, you go back to the origins of the BBC office uh, and even season one where they still are splicing, you know, little B-roll footage throughout the episode of things like someone hanging up, dialing a number or, or picking up, dialing a number or small things around the office. Just the interaction with the phone is one of them. Um, that's that is the primary thing going on at a at this paper company to make money is calling someone and so uh it's it, a lot of the show revolves around it and and a lot of the comedy comes from watching somebody have a one-sided conversation i mean how many jokes how many moments throughout the show is it just watching someone say something and watching their face change or having Dwight. thank you sir you are or a gentleman yeah. and a scholar yes oh, or I'm having sorry. Dwight. Interrupt them while they're on their call or Michael walking over and just hanging up the phone. You know, it happens all the time. Uh, It's very, very much uh, scenes are often start when someone's already on the phone or about to make a call. I think, too, there's an element of the phone call. I mean, the sales team is so individualistic or or not, not. Excuse me. The sales team is comprised of very different individuals. So. Jim, Dwight, Stanley, Phyllis all have very, very distinct personalities. And we don't see them sell all that often, but we get a lot of feedback about how they sell. We hear about how their how their performance is and it's fine. <laughs> and we hear about like their their different connections with their clients and things like that. It's, it's just interesting the way that the show can kind of push that to the side, that there are these like relationships that are built and developed outside of um what we see on screen a lot of times. Um, the way that Jim talks about his clients or his his uh, phone calls with Mr. Deckard in the, the Diversity Day episode and 
there, there's just so much that is uh, maintained on these one-on-one phone call interactions. You think too about Michael and David or Michael and whoever, whomever is in corporate. Um, it's this sort of, like that's the tether to the corporate structure is this voice on the phone. Like there's yeah. not, or, or, or a physical presence that comes in. Um, and in a weird way, like the office is this little bubble um, and like the phone call only kind of reinforces that, I think, with corporate. So it's it's just this little tether to the outside world that comes in and influences this bubble where craziness happens and Michael is the boss somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also, uh, just, we also like, there's on the other side of it, back in the annex, Kelly's receiving calls. There's, there's, yeah. this is played up all the time. Someone receives a call suddenly or, you know, how it's, Whenever you need something to just suddenly happen in the scene, someone will call. There's also fake phone calls all throughout the office. There's performed mm-hmm. phone calls. There's sneak, like hidden phone calls. There's clandestine <laughs> stuff going on. Every type of a phone call happens. There's yeah. voice memos. I was everything. just, I was just thinking about how we see a lot of sales calls. We see a lot of uh, the manager calling corporate or calling the uh, the CEO, CFO. Um, but I wish there were more Kelly Kapoor customer service calls. Mm-hmm. We get a taste of it, but I I do wish we got that a little more regularly. Yeah, there's also that episode. I video chat, I Skype, I text, I tweet, I phone, I woof. I mean, when Kelly has to teach the accounting team how to answer phones, there's an element of that being a skill set that she has um, that she has to impart on Angela, Oscar, and Kevin, um, mm-hmm. which is a very unique switch within the show. Well, should we get into the to the fun bit? Yeah, this boring bit. God, just yeah. Sucks. I mean, gotta get him to the dundies. <laughs> hey, the only other thing that I would mention is that there is an evolution um, that happens throughout the show, and that we see kind of in line with the way that people interact with phones in there <clears throat> um, at the time, or while the uh, show was on the air, which is only to say that it goes from phone calls, you have an introduction of a Bluetooth headset, and what that means with Jim Pranking Dwight with mm. the Bluetooth headset, um, you have the, when, in season um, six, when Saber is uh, the new leads episode, like you see Phyllis wearing a headset, all, they're all like really getting into right. their sales calls. Um, I mean, it, it kind of goes along with the tablet, the pyramid. Um, And then even later you see uh, video calls with Joe Bennett and things like that. So like the, and then they all get the blackberries at one point and right. Yes. She's like, yeah, it's too small. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. If the kid wants to set mine up for him, I'll let him. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there's, there's also like this, this unique sort of way that it gets captured within the show. But at the same time, I love that it doesn't feel that antiquated. Which, as we talk and we look back on it and reflect on it, things like the website, for example, or things like the tablet or like a, or Bluetooth, like those things are so just um, commonplace. explaining now. how Netflix works. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you don't really question a phone call because the phone call still exists. It's just in a different form. Mm-hmm. It's a good, good thing to point out, too, that like the iPhone came out during like season two or three of The Office. 2006? 2007? 2007 was the, was the, yeah. was the, when it was released. Uh, I mean, the show went from 2005 to what, 2014? I mean, that mm-hmm. is like the first era of 
of like cell phone smartphones really going from like coming out 2007 to 2014 you're like a few generations into the iphone by then and they've mm -hmm. become i'd say by 2014 smartphones are just kind of ubiquitous already mm -hmm. like that happens during the show um so yeah well, the fact that it never really takes over within the show that like suddenly not everyone's just on their smartphone um that they, they you know stuck to their guns stuck to their phones well, Good do you remember when uh, Jim is like, what kind of iPhone is that? Or what kind of iPhone do you have? And he's like, I, Robert says, I have the one that everyone has. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's that's what it was early on. It was just like everyone had that the iPhone. And then they got the next one. And then things started splintering off. Although, and, and then when Google you think phone, about... Everyone hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Green Bubbles over here. Um, Come you think me. about the way that Ryan holds up his phone to play the voicemails from Michael and it's like the flip phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With like Listening that little blue screen. Dialing a number on your phone to call your voicemail inbox. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What Old a time to be alive. Stuff. Quickly, before we move to this next part, what was your first, it's the first phone you owned you or your parents got for you or you, you, you had. I mean, I, I, uh, my, I used to do plays downtown, um, uh, when I was in middle school. So my parents got me a little Verizon flip, flip, flip phone that did T9 texting. And I learned how to do that. Oh, but the T9. Nice. Mm -hmm. Sean was a, Sean was a little Shelby Thomas Weems <laughs> just running plays <laughs> in sure downtown was. Portland. Yeah. yeah. He was a pro. Uh, mine was a Nokia that, it didn't flip. It was it was really strange. So like it opened up and flipped, but it it went from vertical. The when you open it up, there was a keyboard on the inside, and it went horizontal. But the screen was in the middle of the phone. Oh, it, <laughs> right. I know, I know what you're talking. Well, about. it's not. It wasn't. A, it wasn't a sidekick. It was like this Nokia, and it opened vertically. But then yeah. when you, after yeah. you opened it, you turn it to the side, like horizontally, and then inside there was a full keyboard, and then the screen right. was in the middle. Yeah. I had one that opened hot dog and hamburger style whoa <laughs> it's crazy dude mm -hmm. i had a i had a little very simple flip phone uh from singular wireless which was a, a big player back in the day acquired by at&t mm -hmm. at one point <laughs> um and then i had it wasn't the motorola razor which was an iconic flip yeah, phone i think the time. When we were on high school but there was another one that could, the first one that could store and play music in the speaker. You could have a hundred songs on it. Uh, and I'm afraid it was like, songs. it was the net, it was, it wasn't the razor. It was like the next version of that one. But <laughs> I remember I got that senior year of high school and I thought I was pretty cool. <laughs> That's, dope. um, it was dope, man. Thank you for saying that. You're welcome. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Let's do these Dundies, dude. Mm hmm. Um, <laughs> So, uh, while Alex was away uh, this weekend, John and Edwin, I did play. The mice did. Edwin play. and I did play, uh, and we uh, we just we we awarded some Dundies mm -hmm. for best phone calls. Um, you already got a list. You already you guys came up with a list. Yeah, surprise, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you should have seen the look on his face. He was so surprised. He got you. 
Uh, he got you good. We got you so good. Okay. Well, uh, this is just some, I don't know. This is an idea we just came up with. Uh, I guess yeah, if no. you have... <laughs> I, hey, stand behind hey, it, you know? Really? This, so, look, this is I a new know. concept for us. <laughs> a new way yeah. to talk about these kinds of concepts on the show. And I think, Sean, maybe you and I can alternate... Um, that sounds good. What we have on this list here. Yeah. Okay. We, I didn't know what I was supposed to do, so I, I I came up with some myself. Wrote down some awards. In addition, uh, so maybe to... those will be honorable mentions at the end. That sounds hey, good. In, in addition to uh, Sean and I coming up with this list, we clearly planned out exactly how we were going to present them to you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I will lead it off. Okay. Drum roll, please. Oh, uh, yes. Sorry. I'm actually going to play these drum rolls. Sorry. <laughs> Let me get back. Okay, here we go. Drum roll. And the Dundee for worst supporting actor in a phone call goes to Dwight Schrute on the way to David's party. <laughs> <laughs> just just like the drop that you played at the beginning of the I show. I did hit that. Um, just uh, Dwight saying, how's it going, Jan? <laughs> yep. Uh, and then following talk it up you with, later, talk Jan. to you later, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> um, that is Dwight being the worst supporting actor in a phone call. Uh, all he had to do was be quiet and say nothing, um, but he injected himself. Uh, and uh, I absolutely love it. I, I love the way that Dwight just – he's Michael's right-hand man in every sort of way. Except um, when he really needs – Michael really needs him to be, be that. Because <laughs> I, I feel like this isn't the only time he does that. Maybe this is the only one on the phone, but there's a lot of times when he's he's in like mm-hmm. he'll just say something that blows his cover right away. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> but but you know that in a way that if 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 Michael had wanted to go to the motel, Dwight said yes, I will cover for you. I will drive you to the motel and I will take the car sure. back to David's and I will tell them what you were doing. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. So that is the first Dundee. Sean, would you like to take on the next? Yes, Dundee? yes, sir. Um. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna. So I'll. Uh, this is. I'll say the Dundee, and then I'll get the drum roll. Okay. So. There we go. So, the Dundee. For most athletic phone call goes to. Kevin Malone. For oh. Kevin, as the receptionist. One moment, please. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Your call is very important to us. Um, I do not believe there is a phone call with more running uh, during it uh, in the in the series. Uh, so this, uh, this was yeah, a clear winner. I, maybe Dwight running to get back to his client before Michael sells Mr. to Bart, him. Mr. Bart. When he puts, okay. yeah, he puts he puts Dwight on speakerphone while he steals his client and Dwight runs just... all the way there. Spin move. Spin yeah. move. Could but be. yes, no, I, yes, I, that's a fantastic award. I actually, I match, I tried to match some Dundies with real Dundies, but give them the phone calls and I gave Kevin the mm. fine work award for this phone call. Ah, <laughs> very nice. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's also a, a particularly great phone call because it utilizes the, um, the, the line, the, uh, extension uh, capability of the in-line phones. Wow, I don't know what I'm talking about, wow. but <laughs> wow. Uh, 
I, I just think it's a very clever joke, a, cl- a very clever way to use the uh, the extension uh, phone <laughs> lines as a joke. You're murdering the Nardog. <laughs> We're murdering the Nardog. My plays out as a sporting died. event. Plays out as a sporting event too, because it's like people are kind of booing him a little bit. They're like, cheering him on, on. like really. Yeah. But eventually, it ends with applause, cheers. You know, he crosses the finish line, gets mm-hmm. it done. Mm-hmm. Good for Kevin. It's just nice to win one. <laughs> okay, is it back to me? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. So the Dundee. For, hold on. <laughs> ah. I can do this. The Dundee for worst corporate phone call goes to drumroll, please. Michael in Fun Run when he calls Ryan to tell him that he hit Meredith with his car. <laughs> I kind of ran down call, Meredith. Least effective corporate phone call. Yeah. <laughs> that is very good so I need a little treat for the gang something to win their affections back back why is that Michael well I, I ran down Meredith in my car I don't know did you do this on purpose no I was being negligent but she's in the hospital she's fine recovering nicely did this happen on company property yes with company property double jeopardy you're fine we okay, are you understand fine how jeopardy works oh right I'm sorry what is we are fine <laughs> <laughs> great writing there uh yeah. great dundee great moment i mm-hmm. it really is like could you get a worse call no, no. Like, back yeah. like yes like just out of the blue someone self-reporting all of that to you and just telling you <laughs> that didn't need to happen and now you have to deal with that it's it is terrible it's absolutely terrible you don't like when I call about big problems either. So you have to pick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like sometimes I think about sometimes, sometimes I think about like David Wallace's experience of Michael. We see most of it. Like it's through a lot of just phone calls he gets. But if like just imagine only hearing from Michael once every couple months and it's him like pretending to be your daughter or <laughs> pulling some weird or having like bringing up an issue that happened at a Christmas party. It was just be like, this guy is insane. Hey, David, one more question. If we hire Cirque du Soleil, will that help with the year end tax stuff? <sighs> it's the longest no. pause. No. <laughs> I think he hung up. No. I, think he hung up. <laughs> I picture David Wallace like drinking scotch at his desk and just taking a long look in the glass. <laughs> and he walks out to the window no. and goes, ah, the city. <laughs> oh, if we hire Cirque du Soleil. Will that help with the year end tech stuff? <laughs> Have we talked about this before, by the way, like people always ask us, <laughs> people always ask us, uh, like things, quotes from the office that we always say, I always say, ah, the city. Anytime we're anytime <laughs> yes, we're driving over yes. the bridge in, yes. in Portland, <laughs> right? Uh, anytime I do it, every hotel I go to with Anne, I yeah. go walk. First thing I do is walk to the blinds and say that, even if we're at like overlooking a parking garage <laughs> somewhere, uh, the city. <laughs> it's better if you're in the basement and there's it's just nothing. <laughs> yeah, those, those are the best. You're in Michael's Street View Economy single. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, 
All right, what's next? All right. Just the just sorry, last thing, just the choice of ran, ran down is so yeah. good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I sort of ran down. I, I, or accidentally, I per- yeah. I ran down. I pursued and hit an employee with an employee car on company property. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Next up. All right. I'm going to go with we're 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 jumping around on our list that we made here cuz but yes. I want to say I want to say uh the Dundee for biggest misunderstanding in a phone call goes to <laughs> drumroll please Joe Bennett Oh <laughs> for nepotism Congratulations Joe <laughs> when uh, Michael uh reveals to joe like you don't understand i love him <laughs> how far has it gone <laughs> <laughs> the episode has is the ceo just taking a bullet right there <laughs> yeah. well i let my facts. nephew swim in my pool but i don't let him <laughs> My house. my house. Well, this office is my pool, and my house is my house, and I just want my nephew to work in my pool. <laughs> uh, wow. uh, that's a good one. Joe Bennett um, uh, is a character who is featured on the phone quite a bit. It is how we meet her on a on a on a video chat, as I like to say at the end of every episode video chat um <laughs> yeah yeah uh but yeah i i love a good joe bennett phone call and uh edwin i think uh i think you 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 were the one who came up with this one yeah i just i i appreciate that it's a video call and that <laughs> joe just kind of takes it in and is will <laughs> wants to get to the bottom of the situation it's like it's a lot like the printer thing where she just wants to find out what's going on and the no way that she her. says it it is a little bit like have you done this before yeah this far? is her first time yeah. sweeping something under the rug <gasps> how Not far again. has it gone yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Like, all right i just gotta know where it's at so i know what step to take here <laughs> <laughs> because Gabe tattled. I was perfectly happy to just hide it from you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lower yourself, Gabe. I don't want to be having a conversation with your crotch. Okay, now oh, educate me why you won't fire the boy. You don't love all the facts, which are I love them. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> How far has it gone? I love them. <laughs> you don't have all the that's, facts. That's such funny writing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> oh god uh. <sighs> congratulations Joe Bennett stop Joe yeah Edwin absolutely um, okay so the Dundee award for the most committed phone call goes to oh. Dwight Schrute in the boat which is the phone call with Iris Black on the fake radio show. Very good. I'm glad that call got in here. Yeah. Um, I absolutely love this call because Dwight gives absolutely everything, wanting to be the one to take on the media appearance and to gain all the glory. But uh, obviously he just gets uh, 
strung along by Nelly and Jim and Daryl and Pam um, about paper that is toxic once it's exposed to oxygen. Um, things that any object with metals would write us to take off all of his clothes. Kevin joins him in there for some reason. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, but just the overall level of commitment and then the outgoing phone call to David Wallace, um, I think it's just a tour de force from Dwight Schrute. I also love when they bring in Jim to be the police officer and Daryl gets really mad at his like racist depression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That is good. I, I also had this. I also put this phone call on my list, but I gave I I also did some following the Oscars, which just happened. And I gave best director to Jim for that phone mm. call <laughs> oh very good yeah yes a little bit of crossover there very mm -hmm. nice i also think it's uh one of nelly's best moments where she's kind of conducting helping conduct the prank and like be the host i think it's one of the moments where they use Catherine tate the best i think it's very good and then they give Dwight a round of applause at the end. I love that. Again, <laughs> one of those moments where they make Dwight question reality. <laughs> love a good prank where Dwight Always has to question yeah. his reality. Yeah. Poor Dwight. Next one, Sean. <laughs> All right, let's let's see here. Uh, I'm gonna do. Um, we're gonna go with best reveal during a phone call. Ooh. Drum roll. The Dundee goes to drum roll, please. Michael Scott for it's not <laughs> sweetie, it's Michael Scott. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh one of the best uh sorry, I know you're just about to say something on this, but go I just ahead. gotta say that that David Wallace, going back to his point of view, goes from mentally on the phone being like, Oh, it's my daughter, something happened at school. To Michael being like, I'm on the phone with all of sales, accounting, and the warehouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's such a harsh turn. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, <laughs> I use my little girl voice. Bada bing, bada boom. I mean, <laughs> that's the other thing. I have never, that... <laughs> ever, ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, love, uh, I love that Michael, like, yeah. It's just, it's fun to see. I don't know. There's something about it. It's like Michael's so spoiled that, you know, he'll go, like, he can just get away with <laughs> going this far uh, and um, using it's, the phone call to manipulate. It's one of the few moments where Michael's sort of ability to trick people to get them on the phone <laughs> or to get back to him, actually, he uses it in his favor. Um, I think one thing that we talk, that we didn't really talk about with phone calls is how, you know, we, I, I talked a little bit about how like the, each of the salesmen have their own personalities, but it also allows them to shine in different ways and use those personalities to some sort of benefit or uh, to be successful in their own way, even when Michael is always making fun of them. Um, and Michael himself is consistently shown to be a great salesman. Um, so he's got a bag of tricks. And like there's that episode where um, Ryan says, look at that old man, there's a roll of decks go. Mm -hmm. And like so michael has a whole bag of tricks when it comes to phone calls making sales getting people on the phone uh and this is one where he uses it for the uh collective office group um hot tie guy <laughs> yeah i love too that like uh he he also says it's not sweetie it's michael scott david goes what the hell 
Michael goes, Stephanie, could you hop off, please? <laughs> which, yeah, yeah. which is this brilliant little thing of like growth that because Michael has learned previously that Stephanie is always on the call. What the hell? Yeah, he knows. Yeah. He's, Michael, he's do you want me to hop off too? Anymore. Yeah. 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 Get off. Because yeah. you know, anyone Michael calls is like, don't leave me on the line alone with him, please. Well, do you remember when he calls Davis and he, David and he says, Ryan is being a little bitch again. I'm on, Michael. I'm on, What's Michael. What's up, my brother? What's up, my brother? <laughs> that was my drop a couple weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> For the voicemail episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you guys got more? I have yeah, one we more. have one more here. And yes. it's Edwin's okay. to read. Thank you. Uh, the Dundee. For least effective sale call goes to, drumroll please, Dwight Schrute from The Delivery. Uh, he oh. first, well, I'll just, I'll just read you the quote. Hey there, Dwight Schrute here. Listen, uh, would you be interested in restocking on paper? Yeah, I could sure use the money. My cousin uh, came down with a case of that nasty new goat fungus. Oh, it's just <laughs> terrific. The, do- the doctor said... He's never seen a beard so quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. that, that's all. That's a good one. That's, a, that's so it's, well, good. Because Dwight doesn't approach it in his normal Dwight fashion. He says, listen, uh, would you be interested in restocking on paper? And then <laughs> turns to the most like horrific sort of uh, unseen disease yeah what's it's it kind of it's it's in line with when pam looks out at the uh, or pam looks out at the uh the outhouse in the money episode and the door is what just flapping in the wind yeah when you hear about yeah that nasty new goat fungus the doctor says he's never seen a beard so quickly <laughs> 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 That's some of the just best stuff, oh, is Dwight. Okay, okay. That's <laughs> the end of the phone call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that concludes uh, our list of dundies. Alex, do you have dundies? I have some honorable mentions. We'll say no drum rolls. These are just honorable mentions for another actual dundie award that was given out. If you recall, in the first dundies, Meredith got the Grace Under Fire award. Mm. Um, I will be giving the Grace Under Fire Dundee uh, again to Michael Scott racking up awards here tonight uh, from back from vacation. Tell her, tell her I hit a deer. Tell, tell her I hit a deer with my car. Uh, him pulling that excuse and how long it takes while Pam is on the phone. He'll call, he'll call you right back. Uh, She's breaking character. <laughs> I, I just like Michael's performance on that. He's not even on the phone. He's just dictating what to say, and it's so funny. It, it's such a slow burn. You could also give that best original screenplay. Which, by the way, we, for, we should have said, we just had the Oscars a few days ago, which also plays into why we're doing this Dundee's presentation. Oh, well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. That was we part of it. Say, we didn't even <laughs> say that, but the Oscars did just happen. Sidebar. What'd you think? Oscars? A little quick Oscars talk, guy? Guys? I, I mean, <laughs> everything everywhere was was a great 
great movie. It, it yeah, was. I was really happy to see it. I was yeah. happy to see it clean up for sure. Do you, Do I think it should be the most like awarded movie ever when you go across <laughs> all the award shows? Not at yes. all. Is but... it? Is it the most? <laughs> yes, award? it is the most awarded movie ever. Uh. Not just that's not then, not for Academy Awards. That's they didn't get that record, but just other stuff. So, mm. but the movie's amazing. It's awesome. I loved it. I you know what though I I I, I am a we have we have some of our our friends uh, are, are super into the Oscars. They love to make picks and like watch every movie at the end of the year and like have like a strong opinion on who should win the awards. I'm never that person. I am always like I'm the guy. I watched everything everywhere all at once on my way back home to the U.S. for Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, and I wanted to talk about it with you guys as soon as I watched it. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm uh, I'm not the most uh, like I always feel like good movies. I'll just watch them when I watch them. Usually on planes, and yeah. it's always yeah, um, it's planes. Yeah, yeah. Everywhere but, I don't know everything. Yeah. Everywhere all at once in the theater was certainly I think helped my enjoy like exponentially helped my enjoyment of it for sure. Yeah, I actually think fun. that watching on a and watching on a plane, I think similarly. Like, because yeah. you're so, I mean, both of those environments, you're so locked in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was cool to see a movie that is both sci-fi and kind of a kung fu movie do so well. Like, two genres mm -hmm. that are completely unrespected at, at the Oscars. Uh, that was kind of cool. And I guess it's a family drama as well. Like, it's it just, it's, it's, it, it's, it was everything. It's cliche, but Everywhere. it really is everything. Yeah, it's totally cliche. Um, but I... Did I think Tar was the best movie of the year? Absolutely. Oh wow! I still got to watch Tar. Um, I thought Kate, I thought I thought that was Kate Blanchett's award in hand, uh, but Michelle Yeoh is also very deserving, no doubt. I also I also kind of think this is just me personally. I think it's the giving out awards for movies is kind of like giving out um, like awards like they 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 aren't inherently competitive, you know. No. Like I, I like yeah. I think this is why I struggle with it a little bit. It's because it's like all these movies are great. Everyone has their own opinions, or and yes, like just be, like I think on one hand, by giving best picture, best actor, best actress to one person or one movie or one film, you inherently diminish all the others, and you don't have to do that. Yeah. it's kind of like uh, I they're, remember they're Jamie pieces Kill of art. They're artistic expressions. Yeah, like they're not competing. <laughs> I remember yeah. I heard Jimmy Kimmel on a podcast once talk about. When he was a kid, he was in like a marching band competition, and he's like, "Why are we competing as marching bands?" And it kind of feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it, I remember when that's true. We. I remember it when it shouldn't be. Many years ago, this is I don't know, 2016, 2017, when it was like Get Out, and the movie that won was um, The Shape of Water. That's that's it, right? That sounds yeah. right. No. The well, Guillermo del Toro. Yeah. And I remember like thinking like, get, get, well, I remember I was a like, get out should book. win. And one of our friends was like, it won't. And I was like, I know, but that, that, that I don't care. Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't care that it won't, but it still should. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. It won't. Yeah. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was Peter. It must have been Peter. Yeah. I, yeah. I wasn't going to say it. <laughs> I did. Uh, all right. Uh, well, on the topic of triangle of sadness, that... would have been my yes, would have been my one. Mm -hmm. I'll loved, just say that. Ruben Osland, love it. Triangle of sadness is what we called my last bad haircut. <laughs> hey, oh, 
Uh, on the topic of awards that don't matter, I'll just quickly run through my other ones here. Mo uh, oh, yeah. Most disciplined <laughs> calls. I know. I know, right? This really doesn't matter. <laughs> most disciplined phone call goes to Dwight Schrute for the fight. Sensei, hello, it's Senpai. Nice. <laughs> Dwight. Committing to that call, despite everything going on in that scene, uh, he finishes it with a full like, hi. <laughs> uh, good job. <laughs> most important call. In all nine seasons, most important phone call, Dundee. I give it to Dwight yet again, uh, leaving the memo for his son in Tallahassee as yeah. he's carted away. Yes. Uh, Philip, if you're hearing this memo, this can only mean one thing. I'm dead. You are the rightful heir to Shroot Farms. Please, you must do one thing. Kill Mose before he kills you. Uh, I mean, come on. Do the stakes ever get that high? No. No. That, again. that is a good one. That is a very good one. Best what, editing. Then, no, go ahead. Well, when Dwight's trying to buy a, a toy for his son, and the lady's like, "What does he like?" And he goes, "Power." <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, now for some Oscar awards, I gave best editing to Jim Halpert in Wolf dot com, uh, calling Gabe with uh, oh, yeah. Joe's mm. audiobook. Uh, that's nice. no small task. What he did there, speaking yeah. as an audio editor, that would have taken all day. Um, using the software he was using, uh, best supporting actor. I'm giving it to Michael in the in the Butlicker call, William M. Butlicker call <laughs> for just 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 diving right in, saving the day, making a million dollar sale. Uh, <laughs> good for him. Real happy for him. And then I've got uh, my last one is best original song, Andy's ABBA performance in Launch Party uh, to Angela. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's just a a, a beautiful vocal performance all around uh, coordinated using several headsets. I mean, hats off to you, Andy. Good job. <laughs> uh, it was a tie between hats? that and, uh, and uh, uh, rock and Robin stuck in the, stuck in the ceiling. Oh, nice. <laughs> um, I, uh, I like the Oscar theme. Uh, I would have given best actor to uh, Pam Beasley though, for search committee. When Creed is the acting temporary regional manager, and uh, <laughs> she shows a wide range of character work, it's uh, sure does. Very She's impressive. Putting in work there. Yeah. Just love paper and all things paper. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a good one for best sound design. I was mm -hmm. like, I don't know, like, oh, when Michael's doing the like, oh, uh, here's Jim yeah. now. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The way he makes the sound and then gestures to Jim to start talking. Hi, David. Hi, David. <laughs> Hi, David. <laughs> That's best sound design for sure. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Wow, this is how we should have awesome. done the whole thing. That's awesome. There's the whole thing. The you know there is one. Uh, I'm sorry. Do you have more, Alex? No, that was it. But yeah, we should have just with the Oscars <laughs> happening, we should have just done that. But next nah. next year. Hey, but the, no, the the point of this format is that we can use it again. I mean, exactly. That, that's one thing. Like, I think it would be a fun way for us to address different parts of the show. Um, and the the other thing that I wanted to mention is that there's one sort of area of phone calls that we haven't really addressed, which is the phone calls between Jim and Pam. I think that's like mm. one of the. <clears throat> like the kinder sweeter elements of the show i mean you think about that episode of the carpet where jim has to sit in the annex and they leave each other voicemails all day um just like the 
the nature of their phone calls, I think, uh, is is unique and, and, and not in like a funny sales call prank sort of way. But like, think about when Jim calls uh, from Stanford and Pam says, mm. oh, my God. And they have that nice long phone call and they kind of reconnect. Mm-hmm. Um, that's amazing. And then also when mm-hmm. even the way that they get off the phone where Pam says bye and Jim thinks she's saying bye to him, but she's saying bye to Ryan and like it's just mm-hmm. it, it feeds into that sort of misconnection that kind of characterizes their relationship in those early seasons and um yeah it's just another element of phone calls that we didn't really get to uh that's a good no you make hard, a good yeah. point and You're i right. and i'm forgetting Thank about you. too just all the all the times that are kind of funny and cute too when they're using the phone like i'm think i think is it when uh is it when jim is dressed as dwight that he's connected the phones to no, no, I think it's a separate prank. No, that's that's different. Yeah, yeah but he does yeah, that Bluetooth prank, and then but, he also does the really tiny one where he's got Pam in his. Well, head. he's got okay. Yeah. So when he does the Bluetooth prank, and Pam transfers the call, and he's like, "Hello, this is Dwight Schrute." <laughs> Dwight gets right up in Jim's face. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Pam, yeah. this is not Dwight. <laughs> and I just love when she goes, "I'm confused." I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> There's a yeah that's there's that is a that is a whole nother genre. I'm mm-hmm. I'm contrasting that too with the one that happens in the convention early season three. Mm-hmm. Oh. So Pam, say hi to everyone, and it, you, you get Jim and Pam saying hi to each other in that. Hi Pam. Yeah, like the first time they've talked and in a while. Yeah, and it's so there's just a little feel zoom. The there's just a little focus on Jim that you're like yeah oh weird. that moment yeah. when you, you hear a yeah. name that like his entire body reacts to it. Yeah, yeah. say hi to Pam. Um, hi. Yeah. You could Hi. give best supporting phone call, best supporting actress in a phone call to Pam um, for a couple of things. Number one, where in Casino Night, when Michael arranges two dates for himself and Pam yep. waits to give him that dry run. Mm-hmm. Hey, Carol, how's the, how's the real estate business? Still good? I think I, I, I would call <laughs> that best directing, actually. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. You know, he, There's he, also, he, I mean, he hey, gives him another take. Maybe best sound design is when Michael says, Pam, can you clear my flowing lines, please? Sure. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, beep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. clear. You know what? Jim's not only getting best editing for his audiobook at woof.com, but he's also getting best adapted screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> good. But, uh, psh. all right. Very good. Um, okay. And the, you Play know me off the stage and end this goddamn segment. I, I think, I think, hey, uh, the only other thing, and not, not an award thing, but the only other person we didn't talk about is Robert California and his intimidating mm. presence on the phone. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. Oh, gosh. And the mistakes. Clearly, yeah. well, one of the, the basil. Phone, but yeah. 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 <laughs> That's good. Um, but anyway, not to belabor uh, the point. Uh, well, uh, they have it. Uh, the Dundies for best phone calls uh, we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back in the conference room that means conference room five minutes no no five seconds okay so i recently saw a post on instagram or reddit somewhere that i can't find nice right now uh that asked means he made it up <laughs> who has michael done the dirtiest uh, I love this question uh, because it makes you start to realize just how many people he's done <laughs> <Yeah>. dirty, <laughs> and and some of them are really bad. <laughs> uh, 
Um, I, I'd love to start with Michael and then open it up to anyone because a oh. lot of characters have done some truly awful things. <laughs> uh, but the question is, we're trying to, we're, what we're answering is, who has Michael who done Who has the Michael done the dirtiest? <laughs> um, I'll start, I'll throw out a, an easy one, which is Great. the Prince family. The entire Prince yeah, family. Yeah. yeah. And their small yeah. business of Prince family paper. Uh, Michael oh, Deshaun. I, mean, I hear it's beautiful. Dwight, <laughs> Dwight is a real like worm tongue figure. Uh, he's a real Rasputin in this whole thing where he wants it to happen. He wants yeah. to go. He wants to go cut an enemy's throat. Like he gets really excited about but, it. And Michael Dwight, gets into it. But to Dwight, he, he's not an evildoer in this situation. He says, "So Michael, if Frodo had not destroyed the ring, then goodness itself might have died." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, great answer. That's a great one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I think I would. My my mind naturally goes to David Wallace with the uh, the mm. bailout. Ah, um, David Wallace plus Charles Minor because Charles gets fired, and yeah. eventually, um, and the, you know this multi million dollar buyout that they do. Um, David gets to watch that back in the documentary years later. That's right. That's right. He really after. Although, yeah. I mean, David does okay for himself with the whole suck it thing, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Tom. Oh, gosh. <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> <laughs> now, we don't know what Michael did to Tom. <laughs> we don't, but... Called him weird. I got a, I got a good idea. <laughs> I got a good idea of how Michael probably treated oh, Tom. Oh, goodness. It's oh, very boy. dark, but uh, we could, you know, we could keep moving on from there. Uh, <laughs> uh, how about Devin on that? On that, you know, yeah. Devin just in the line of fire. Yeah, I mean, he had to let he had to let one person go. So yep. that's true. Someone was going to get done dirty. That was well, that was the business operations happening. Well, and Jim just says he's hoping that someone will volunteer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So instead, it's just the last person who ends up in Michael's crosshairs. Michael does Andy pretty dirty several times, um, <laughs> both in yeah. how he lets Andy in on secrets and doesn't let him in on secrets. Um, the choices he makes on Andy's behalf sometimes. Uh, <laughs> part of this has a lot to do with Andy's pretty timid and he's pretty non-confrontational um and i mean there's several there's several instances uh that i could think of but do you think him breaking the news about dwight and angela like the way he does it do you think that that was an act of i know michael thought it was an act of benevolence but do you think that was like Doing Andy dirty, or do you think that was a I good thing for I Andy? I don't think it. I don't think it was good or bad. I think it's kind of exactly the way that Michael kind of approaches it. Of just like this has to be done. <laughs> just blood for just blood force <laughs> trauma. This must be dealt with. <laughs> it's like when, you know what it is. It's 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 like when Michael talks about hitting a deer. Like he talks about having a hard time hunting or something and how like he hit a deer with his car and he had to hit it with a shovel many times before it died. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Why that train yeah. of it's that train yeah. of thought applied to this situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh you guys, uh Michael has definitely done dirty 
the Scots Tots. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> good, good answer. <laughs> good answer. What could they really expect? But also, yeah, the way it happens. Yeah, I I, I do love on the I I did find this post uh, and on Reddit. Uh, what's the single worst thing Michael has done is what it was from a couple months ago. But uh, who was the who was the commenter? Was it Rone's own four twenty? <laughs> the original poster yeah. light blue sky <laughs> um, uh but yeah i love uh, somebody replied i blame the families <laughs> they, they should never have trusted him as with most of my dreams i think it comes with my fear of immigrants <laughs> uh even though we 100 percent deserves it michael does michael gets todd packer back i think in the end Yep, I wouldn't say true. does like does him dirty, but in a in a weird way, like it was deserved. Do, yep. Can you do someone dirty if it's deserved? I don't know. I mean, he's mm-hmm. really not the one who even does him dirty. He's like he just lets someone else. Let's do it happen. Dirty. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, Pam's landlord. <laughs> yeah, Michael is very rude too. <laughs> Pam's <laughs> Pam's mom. Pam's dumps mom. Her on, dumps her on her birthday. Dumps her on her birthday. <laughs> mistakes her for a much older woman. It's <laughs> pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> Michael, your memory has failed you greatly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. When, that line is that so woman, good. It's so good. When he greets that woman in the park too. Yeah. Hi. Like. Oh yeah, my god. Like he like <laughs> is treating her like she's senile. Like, like she's and 95. they like dated what a year ago? Like, less. Not even. Yeah. It's Michael. <laughs> Hi. Um, and, then, and then he has Dwight take take. <laughs> just like walk her away. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Donna's husband. Oh yeah, the oh. coach. Yeah, yeah, the coach. Yeah, and all the players. Uh, at least they shake hands <laughs> through a fence. <laughs> I want to apologize to the coach and all the players. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he does Toby dirty a ton, but Toby yes, kind of oh, yeah. has a second skin for it in a yep. way. Uh, I, the dirtiest he does, Toby, is swiping his lunch tray off as right as Toby starts talking about divorce. <laughs> his divorce. <laughs> yes. uh, just pushes his parents his, divorce. His parents divorce. Just pushes it right off the table. And uh, uh, when he takes, he's like, the we're, we're, we're short one bathroom. Take it from Toby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's... Does AJ pretty dirty? Like yeah. AJ doesn't necessarily. I mean, Holly's a part of that too, but. Yeah. Does Holly dirty too? Cuts a cuts a sleeve off a nice looking sweater. <laughs> it's tough. Throws her Woody in the trash. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, he does Jim dirty. Prevents him from being promoted. That's right. Mm-hmm. Pretty, like Michael's just the self preservation kicks in and he screws Jim over. Um, a couple times. Uh, I mean, there's uh, yeah. Daryl in the warehouse staff when. Same thing. They make the huge mess. You just don't worry. Somebody's gonna clean that up. We're the ones that gotta clean. We're that the up. ones that gotta clean that up. <laughs> yeah, it's or just, like it's just everything. Yeah, Daryl, that is a very good drawing. We are gonna put that up on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he does. He does Pam dirty many, many times. Dates her mom. Dumps oh, yeah. her on her birthday. Fake fires her in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, I mean, certainly near the he end tells, of the show. He tells uh, Jan that they dated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> That's right. 
<laughs> I have never, ever, ever, ever dated or wanted to do anything resembling dating Michael Scott. Uh, shows 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 Pam is junk. That's right. Yeah. Uh, how about Carol? Yeah, <laughs> Carol Stills. Yeah. Uh, yeah proposes at Diwali. Photoshops it- the picture. I mean, that's. That's, I love it. She's like photoshops she's like, the family skiing picture is like, real this tough. Is so she's like, this is so weird. This is so weird. <laughs> and then asks her to sandals. I mean, and then later he calls her office and says that he's a former lover. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man. Both he posts pictures of Meredith's boobs online. That's doing Me- Meredith dirty. Oh, Meredith. And and run, runs over and her. Runs her down. Runs her down. With, runs her car. down with his car. <laughs> And force forces her to check into rehab violently. I I have a deposit, alcoholic. Where do I sign? It's bad. It's crazy. I think Michael, you are the reason I drink. <laughs> you know, I think, I think we've arrived. I think, I think we've settled on who we did the dirtiest. I think it's Meredith. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you've slept with so many men you're starting to look like one boom roasted oh my gosh sleeping with supplies (laughs) he also like creates this like he creates the there's the no repercussion zone so Meredith admits to sleeping with broods tries to do an intervention that probably makes it all worse Mm -hmm. have you ever questioned Mm -hmm. the teachings of the Mormon church (laughs) where'd you get that uh, uh yeah i i don't know guys i mean like he he uh he ruins phyllis's wedding uh and he does some other people dirty but i think we i think we got it with meredith and if uh if you disagree write us an email at ms podcast you dirty <laughs> if michael ever yeah, did michael, michael scott, scott ever did you, you dirty Email us. We want to hear about it. MSPodcastCompany at gmail.com. You can also call us and leave us a message at 503-694-9314. We're on Facebook and Instagram. We got a website, michaelscottpod.com. And we're on Patreon, patreon.com slash michaelscott. Uh, you can become a Scott's Top for five bucks a month. Get a bonus mailbag episode every month, as well as ad-free main feed episodes and lots of other bonuses. Um, a portion of those funds are donated donated to the Third Good Marshall College Fund. Uh, special thanks to Ryan Lloyd who designs all of our artwork, and to our Scotts Tots. Thank you guys so much for supporting the show. This episode was recorded over video chat. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us, for hanging out with us for a little while while we uh, give out dundies, talk about phone calls, and. Uh, Whoever Michael did the dirtiest, uh, but more more importantly, just the the, uh, the chance, the fact that we get to do the show every week um, mm-hmm. means a lot, and the fact that you guys keep listening is uh, is the reason that we get to do it. So, um, thank you for allowing us to keep doing the show. It's a joy. We love doing it, um, and uh, yeah, can't thank you enough. Uh, take care, stay safe. See you next week. Pippity poppy, give me the solid. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How far has it gone? I know who I want to take me home. I know. To take me home, take me home. Oh.
You know what? Fine. I try to start fun traditions for you guys, but if you don't want to sing, no traditions. Closing time. Every new beginning comes from some other beginning's end. Good night. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.